Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.no. .no, it's Norway. Why? What? Is it Norway? Because it's N-O and Norway starts with N-O. It is Norway, but why? Yes! Have, why have I selected Norway? Because, and that's a great question, because, why have you selected Norway? They are currently playing Denmark at Euro 2020. Ah, don't and know. I am going to honour Euro 2020 with all of my new websites over the next month. Are you? Yes. You know we're recording in quite, I compressed, quite a compressed time period at the moment because you're going away for over two recording sessions. That's correct. By the time this one comes out, the Euros will be over. Doesn't matter. No, okay, so you're going to continue to honour Euro 2020 happening in 21 for about six weeks after it finishes. Exactly. The honour will remain. The tournament will drain. Quick, well, yeah, well, it will drain away for us, I'm sure. And, well, and for everyone. Yeah. As, it, a, as it all will, things finish. based on time, <laughs> they all drain away. Um, quick predictions then. Uh, how are England going to do? Ang- le, le Angleterre dans le... Oui, oui, oui. Uh, dans le Euros. Euro 2021. Yeah. Oui. Uh, I will say England will fall in the round of six... Well, the first round after the group stages. Yeah, that's however many that is. Actually, it's a tough group, so... They might be like he's going to get out of the group. Will we beat Scotland? Will Dan Boyd be bitterly disappointed? Oh, Dan, I, I listen. I love Dan. I love Scotland. Yes, Scottish. Um, I think England will beat Scotland. Although Scotland have got probably the best team they've had in in, in a good number of years. But England seem good anyway. We mustn't go on about this too much because only a small percentile of our listenership is actually um, cares about the European Championship. That's true. But get get stuck into it. You know, no matter where you are in the world. Yes, yeah, stick it's in summer. Summertime and, and the, the living's easy. Writers on the microphone say, What? All people in the house will agree that we're well qualified to represent the LPC. Are you singing Sublime at me? Yeah. Well, stop it then. Stop it. <laughs> Woo! No, got it that's early. not right. He looked at me confused, yeah. decided he wasn't going to get involved, and no. then picked his phone up and, and said, Stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm picking my phone up because we've had a lovely review, which I'm going to read. Yes. Okay, we've had a great review from, and if you like the show, please rate and review it and subscribe on your platform of choice. This one comes in from, read full review, internet goes very slowly. I will just say that we sat down this this afternoon and watched Wales, Switzerland. We did. Uh, It was a bit of a bad game. Wales were dicey. But a good Good result result for a poor Wales team. Poor performance, half decent result. Yeah. Okay, this is from... AJVS91 via Apple Podcasts, gentleman or a lady, sure. or you know, however they choose to identify, from <laughs> Australia. Yes. Now, this is titled The Red Hot Silly Peppers Podcast. I see what he's done. Clever. Or her. Or her. Or, or, or however, however they choose to identify. Yeah. Yeah, sure. This podcast is a staple source of sustenance for anyone on the Chili Peppers diet. A beautifully detailed insight into the recordings and happenings of the band. Delve into the rich history of our favourite band with two brothers hosting, Ben and Sam, who have in turn become brothers to all of us. Wow. Wherever you're listening, you'll find yourself hysterically laughing along to all the shenanigans and tomfoolery. Bring your beers, your chocolate oranges and your skittles and be part of something fun. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. That 
is One wonderful. Five yeah, stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, when you sent that to me, I read it to anyone who would listen to work. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. And yeah. I got goosebumps every single time. I read it's it. Precious, precious words. Lovely words. And yeah, please do write nice things about us. <laughs> yeah, do. I read it to my wife and then I sent a screen grab of it to my mother. Mm. A.K.A. Yeah, two, your mother. The two, yeah, the two most important women in your life. Yes, probably. Yes. Yes. No, that's confirmed. Wife, I know you listen, wife. You were definitely up there. I was just thinking whether mum slipped in. She does. Thank goodness. I set Ooh. you up there. Just easy. That was an easy win. That was an easy goal. Of it. Yeah, and I've, I've missed there. I've, I've scooped it over the bar from Scoops the six-yard line. One yard. Ooh. Sporting analogies here on the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, Shall universally just, speaking. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's all been about the Euros. Yeah. I've, I've flicked it over Colin Hendry's head and... And, semi- and scuffed it into, scuffed the, bottom it into the bottom corner and got and celebrated uh, in the fashion of the dentist chair. Sure. Shall we sing loud and sing proud about what we are going to be talking about today? Yes. Okay, we'll start off with... Yes. Okay, ready? One, two, three, four. Two hot minutes and we're in and come and get them. Two hot minutes and we're in them. Come and get them. <laughs> Speed it up a bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a slow song. All right, so this, one's a, this one's a bit quicker. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, yeah. One, two, What's three, this four. One? It's uh, two big mobs. Okay, <laughs> two big mobs. One, two, three, four. Two big mobs, oh yo yeah. Two big mobs, oh yo yeah. It's Sunday my oh yo yeah. It's Sunday my oh yo yeah. Sing it, go. <laughs> two big mobs is oozing two into my noodle. Ah. <laughs> See, um, and we also did C-C. discuss two, which is warped. It, two and two, two which is aeroplane, and two. Uh, my two, which is my friends. Yes, falling into two. You did say uh, two sending, two sending, which Very is good. a great song. Yeah, and of course, uh, shall I be there too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason which? we keep saying the number two is because this is Redux. Redux, baby. One hot minute Redux. This is part one. We were too young, naive, too scared, young two dears, two We had a hovercraft. One, two, three, four. Two young, young brothers on a hovercraft. Yeah, oh yeah. Woo. Telepathics, love and belly laughs. Now, oh you, yeah. As we did say earlier, we have been watching football for quite a long time and sat in the garden. <laughs> yes. I think I, I'm certainly on my fifth can. We're oiled. Yeah. <laughs> we're pre, we've pre-oiled ourselves. We're, 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 we're more pre-oiled than normal. Yes, we certainly are. Well, we're not normally that pre-oiled. No, I normally start off one can in. Yeah. And, uh, and then get completely oiled. Completely uh, shit-faced. So, we are doing One Hot Minute again because it was a travesty, a disgrace. Well, we've we enjoyed it and... Uh, Many others enjoyed it, but we have also had some people who've said, please do it again, we desperately want you to do it again. Yeah, we need you to do it again, please do it again. <laughs> so here we are, doing it again. So, a few facts about, um, as, I lo- as I noisily... And of course, the Latin for one hot minute is oneus hotius ah, minutius. minutius. Yes, it is, of course it is. Where the fuck have I put one um, minute? That's something that many of our listeners won't know about us, we are fluent in Latin. We're Latin scholars. Yeah, we are. Here we go, because I want to say this first. Please do. Get on to RHCP sessions, because I had a, I had a look for some of the, the stuff about uh, the recording. It's superb. 
Ah, oh, good. I thought you were going to say it's super something. No, it's just, yeah, super perp. <laughs> recorded between <laughs> recorded between <laughs> hey! recorded between June 1994 and February 1995. Great times at Sound City, at the Sound Factory, at Grandmaster Recorders. My mm. writing's a bit scrappy. Produced by Rick Rubin, of course, and released on September the 12th, 1995. Get yourself to RHCP Sessions. There's loads of brilliant info on there. Also, the liner notes are on there for the albums as well. Mm. And the, the great thing about One Hot Minute, one of my favourite things, is the artwork. Yeah, yes, exactly. The artwork is fantastic. Say no more. Pick a... If I was going to have a Red Hot Chili Peppers tattoo, right. actually, I might think about having the little fairy. Yes, yeah. Uh, I think that's iconic. It's iconic, but also, you know, um, niche enough to be only recognisable to Red Hot Chili Peppers fans. There you which go. I think it's quite nice. Yeah. I've got... Um, Get it on your forehead. I will do. A big fairy on my forehead. Is that... Is that a, a that's, not a, that's not a that's university not a speaking university promise. That's not a speaking promise. promise. Um, the album working titles, The Sensitives, or The Sensitives, sure. of course, from the Tour de la Sensitive, The Motorcycle Gang. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, Turtlehead, the good, the, the good and Bad Moods of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Blackfish Ferris Wheel, which actually got so far into consideration as a title that it was mocked up as the classic cover with Blackfish Fer- Ferris Wheel wow. put on there. I mean... Do you think that's a good title? No, it's a terrible title. Yeah, I'm glad. One Hot Minute is the best title out of all of those. Well, I think One Hot Minute is the best title for the album One Hot Minute. Yeah. And I don't normally like albums named after songs, particularly. Well, I I say that. I I do like the album. Do you like Californication? No. Do you like Blood Sugar Sex Magic? Don't like By the Way. Do you like By the Way? No. No. Um, And I don't like Stadium Arcadium either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going, to, I'm going to throw out a quick quiz for you. Yes. Oh, I love quizzes. Some alternate or alternate song titles. Okay. Can you guess what they are? I hope so. First Prob- one. Yes. First one is... Psycho- ah, this is only from the ones we're going to talk about today, okay? So the first oh, six fine. songs. Okay, so. First one is Psychedelic. Warped. Wrong. Shit. Deep Kick. All right, well, you know, fair play. Second one is... This is quite a famous one. Baseballs. Is it famous? <laughs> it's famous within certain circles. Okay, hang on. Uh, let me just think about this. It's baseballs. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> furiously signalling me to mouth the answer at him. I still can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> it's a coffee shop. Oh, coffee shop. Baseballs. Flea, Flea played a baseballs. Ba- uh, bass pedal. Yeah. Envelope filter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's niche. It's not that famous. Well, now you say it, you know, it was... It's uh, ringing all sorts of bells. It's ringing all kinds of bells. Next up is Swirly. <sighs> I'm going to go for Warped. Brilliant. Yes. What an answer he's, he's Come on. Him. Here's a couple of more easy ones actually coming up. Yeah. Um, next one is Music is My Aeroplane. Oh, Jesus. Remember, it's only the first uh, six. You've got um, aeroplane, my yeah. friends, or P. I think I'm going to go for aeroplane. It's another one, straight in the back of that. Yes. And lastly, my friends. Oh, well, I mean, I'll have to go for P. Yep. And P, my friends. You've got them. Perfect. Oh, yes. Great answers. Now, I love quizzes. Do go, and I've, I've talked about this so much that it's, um, it's not funny anymore. Oh, God, what is it? Do go and watch the video. I found an hour-long version of this now, which goes into more detail about more songs. More detail than ever. That video of Dave, where he's with Barry Manilow with a hair explosion. 
talking about oh it's one hot minute era and they yeah. also play he's in front of the the kit and the setup they also play a gig which i have searched for and can't find the full the full gig but on the out you know throughout it they're playing stuff like um warped they play in one big mob live baseball baseballs yeah they play baseballs live uh, Dave Navarro video search guitar lesson Dave Navarro and it's by Music Files Lessons. There's an hour long video and it really is worth your time. I've written four pages of notes about it, which I'm probably Jeez. not even going to get to um, talking about. But I will talk about them now quickly. <laughs> they do. I mean, it's, <laughs> Despite what I just said, Dave talks about the fact that he's inspired by Hendrix and Page. Fine. He's also inspired by players with technique, but also players that are just more sonically no not great players but make interesting sounds which sonically come, interesting yeah which does come across on this album I think oh it does yeah I mean that, that's the thing about it having listened to these six songs numerous times in the last few days could you put that on a map please you've so, got two maps yes. whoa I just flicked off my thing get on with it, it. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, yes he makes strange noises. sonically interesting yes <laughs> Uh, Dave says he steals a lot from Hendrix and actually Shallow Boothie Game which we'll get to is basically based around E9 with lots of flicks and fills and stuff Hendrix style stuff yes yes um, he's, he plays basically boss pedals he's got a Jim Dunlop um, crybaby wire pedal who hasn't exactly I've, I've got you've got two yeah <laughs> I should sell one of them a uh, lot of um, he talks about the fact that he plays a lot of octaves now we are going to, and he talks about different styles. So he says, when he's soloing, he might start down low. If he wants to kick it up a bit, he might go up high and yeah. octave up. Sure. But he also talks about the fact that um, he, he, we've talked about it before, the Dave Navarro octave style, which is to play a root note to mute out the the fifth, the middle string of that power chord, yes. and he play the octave up. Pretty much every single song we're going to talk about today, has this. He does. Yes. It's the Dave Navarro octave style. We've talked about Dave playing around in the Mayan pentatonic before. We have. It's, it, that was the scale, the only scale he, he learnt when he was learning. Um, and he says he just loves getting lost in a solo. Who doesn't? Who, well, exactly. Who doesn't? I mean, when you say we've talked about all that, we've talked about all of this yeah, before. multiple times. He talks about the importance of rhythmic palm muting, which has been a GTP before. Very interesting so palm, GTP. Palm muting is where you're laying your palm against the bridge of the guitar. Uh, where the strings are, you know, the bottom of where the strings are coming out, the opposite end to the neck end and the and the headstock end, and you're just muting using the inside of your hand there. The palm does a lot of that. Uses a Boss octave pedal, which is very good on Red Hot Mama. He says we cover a song called Red Hot Mama, and he uh, also uses that on the Shallow Be Thy Game solo. Lots we'll come of, to that. Of lots of great stuff here about tearjerker, about how it achieves that effect where. Um, it starts off with the, the delay just going on forever, yes. and then he starts playing over it with a second delay pedal. So he has one delay on hold, plays a note. That just repeats ad infinitum. Great use of Latin. Thank you. Real Latin. That's real Latin. Yeah, real Latin. And then Re- he'll just Realius Realius Latinius. Latinius. Oh, sorry, I've mispronounced it. Adius infinitum. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff about aeroplane, great stuff about the use of an Ebo. He's got that walkabout guitar which yes. we'll talk about in part two, where it's got the built-in speaker. Great, great video. Do go and do well, go. I and think it's it fair to say, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that your, your level of respect for Dave Navarro has grown continuously over the years, but has reached a new high in the last couple of years. 
Uh, no, I'd, I'd say you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I might be. It was, it was a, it was a, it was it was a, a stab in the dark. <laughs> Shot in the dark. <laughs> uh, I kept, I kept trying to answer it. So yeah. at some point, it might be right. <laughs> he, um, he himself admits he's not the world's best guitar player. Right. And he himself, when you watch him play, he is, or at this time, and I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't followed his career after, after he left the Chili's match. Or before. Yeah, or before. <laughs> it was just this window. <laughs> and you weren't even listening to but it. At yet. the time. <laughs> so, I retrospectively really focused heavily on this, <laughs> on this on period. A, yeah, on a, yeah, a short period of time. But he's a good soloist, and live you'll see him, he solos well. He's not the most imaginative soloist, and he's not the most... <laughs> avant-garde soloist live but here French yeah I mean I'm all over the place is it French avant-garde probably it must be uh, but I enjoy and I really enjoy watching him play the guitar and I enjoy listening to him play the guitar and if you enjoy those two things you will enjoy Dave Navarro <laughs> playing the guitar hey, listen you're onto a winner when it comes to any, any, any instrumentalist really if you enjoy looking at them and listening to them and as we know we discussed in the, from the third episode well, you definitely Dave Navarro's bum I mean, I really enjoy looking at Dave Navarro. Not so much anymore. I think he's now too heavily tattooed. <laughs> he's very heavily tattooed. Talk to me while I have a mouthful of beer about your thoughts on on possibly over-tattooing. Well, the dangers of over-tattooing, I think, are obvious to everybody. Uh, it, 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 skin coverage can be an issue. Uh, design, uh, poor design can come into play, of course. And you are you're not going to be able to appeal to everybody's tastes when it comes to near-complete coverage. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, somebody's revving a car quite a bit. Well, they, Once they, again, I think they, they, they're probably heavily tattooed. They're heavily tattooed now. They're, they're absolutely hooning they're, it down the road. They're, they're furious. Once again, we're in the garage. We are. So, worth reading the, the scar tissue section um, covering the one-hot-minute era. Yeah, very interesting because Anthony, of course, was was relapsing at the time, but trying to hide it from the band, struggling with his singing. I think it was when he went to the dentist. It was a difficult period, you know. It was a difficult period, but particularly for the Swan. Yeah, and and as the band as a whole, Dave is a completely different beast to previous guitarists, other a more beasts. jam-based style of writing. Yeah, other beasts. Um, is that how we're referring to the, the guitar? To the other guitar show beasts. <laughs> all of the previous well, they've had several beasts over the years. They have. And if you call the drummers beasts, well, one of the drummers was a biscuit. Who? That man who called himself Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sure. Um, so he's a different kind of collaborator. He's not into jamming so much. The Swan, no. is, the swan is struggling. They are getting on well. But Dave, even, even Dave then starts to lose interest. And... In the process a little bit, from what I believe. And so Flea has to step up. And it's actually Flea who does... Hang on. <laughs> it's Flea who does some of the writing, or a lot of the writing. He's getting his lost in his book, you see. I've got why I don't bring so much stuff here. Man alive, you've got a lot of notes got there. got a lot of notes here. You've got, definitely got enough notes for two. Um, but Flea did a, lot, did a lot of the writing. He wrote... Flea, yeah, Flea stepped up big way during this period. Yeah. But also Flea... It, it, it wasn't just sort of musically that things were going wrong. They were, the, you know, personally they were struggling. They kept having crashes, all that what, kind of stuff. What kind of crashes? Motorcycle accidents. Did they? Yes. Was that true? Yeah, it certainly happened in and around this, that time. What, the, 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 swan, the swan crashes crashes motorbike around. They're all time. crashing their motorbikes, basically. 
I found I'm the sure, thing I'm I want sure. to trade. The Swan and Chad both had motorcycle crashes. Well, the Swan was in a cast at some point. On... Yeah, not necessarily during the recording, but yeah, like it, the live experience. They're the year of nothing. Yeah, and the Swan, the Swan was definitely in the cast. Yeah. yeah. Now the Swan struggled to finish album recording, and Flea had much more input, which is what I was trying to find. Sure. So he wrote half the lyrics of Transcender. He wrote the intro to Deep Kick. He obviously wrote P. He wrote the vocal melody for Tearjerker and My Friends. And then the Swan then presumably came in and just put the lyrics over the top And that, of it. that is a major departure. Yeah. And it's certainly Flea's biggest backing vocal album. He's, oh, God, he's yeah. absolutely well, he all to. over this. The man, who, the man who shall not be named was gone. Yeah. And we can name him. Can we? Yeah. What's his name? John Frusciante. <laughs> now, interestingly, just slightly off topic, I watched the entire video of ATP last night. Hang on, I know somebody was at ATP. I was at ATP, and I heard myself, I heard John talking to me. It was wonderful. It's the best video of ATP that I've ever seen, actually. Full length, there's only a short period that loses video and just has stills. Uh, but it, yeah, just great to watch again, and uh, great to relive that experience, and I'm sure that... You know, there's many people listening who will do the same at some was it, point. Was it not the classic one that we always watch? That no, we it was a different one. It was a different one, Ben. Ah, cool. Okay, well, so, a troubled recording. A troubled time. Well, the Swan, I think Chad asked the Swan if he was getting writer's block, or had writer's block, and the Swan said there isn't such a thing as writer's block. It's just a writer is either writing or is not writing. Mm. But then Chad, in an interview with Rolling Stone, I believe, Said that this one had writer's block, and then of course it hits the it hits the tabloids. Yeah, hits the sun, the mirror, the swan, the star, the swan with writer's block. It's mm. all over the headlines, isn't it? Swan blocks. Mm. Well, there you go. Which was later brought in as a line for um, the Adventures of Raindarts Maggie. 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 Swan, swan blocking isn't, isn't allowed. allowed. Yeah. yeah. So shall we crack on into track one from the second time we've talked about it? Redux! Redux, baby! Coming out there of Warped, and Oof. I tell you this, and I might have said it on the first time we tried this, this ain't your granddaddy's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Shit, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. <laughs> this is not Blood Sugar Sex Magic. This is a statement of intent, this song. This is not Blood Sugar Sex Magic Part 2. This is a new oh, stamp, fush. a new style. I beg your pardon? Fush. Fush, what does that mean? Well, I was going to swear, but then I thought, no, I won't swear, so no. I'll say fush. And, and uh, why are we going to swear? Well, because it ain't Blood Sugar Sex Magic Part 2. It ain't your granddaddy's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, God, no. And granddaddy will be turning in his grave. Well, he is. Is he? 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. If he's a it's impossible to pr- prove either way. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's not. I hope neither of them are. They were both cremated. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, just cheers, Big Don. Cheers, Bill. Yes. Thank um, you. Thank you both. Yeah. Uh, oh no, sorry, Granddad Red was our original granddad. <laughs> <laughs> Bill was the man that Granny married afterwards. Okay, anyway. Right, no, he's dead too. Yeah. <laughs> They're all dead. They're all dead. <laughs> anyway, warped. What a choice of an opener. This is yeah. Okay, let me let me ask you this. Go on. Do, as an opener, do you like it? Love it. Why? Because what they're saying to you here is they're saying <laughs> All right, it's yeah, that. I love. I'll, I'll, I'll spoiler alert here. Instrumentally, who's your favourite player here? Oh, well, Chad's awesome. Yeah, Chad. It's Chad. Chad all the way. Chad yeah. is. Do you, what does JJ say? Oh Christ! Where's Good. your phone? It's over there. <laughs> oh, no, let me get it. Thanks, I'm Okay. Couldn't print your notes out at work. No, I couldn't print my notes out at work for. Uh, it's just too yeah, complicated whatever. to go into, but yeah. it couldn't be done. Uh, so couldn't connect to a printer. What a loser. We'll. <laughs> We're working off the phone. I've gone too far. Oh, I'll read them. Okay. Warped. What's interesting about Warped is Chad is pretty much playing the same drum beat throughout the whole song, minus the ending, but at varying levels of volume and aggression. You do get them up. Yeah, I've got them up, son. Some great fills and show-off bits during the choruses, which is kind of unusual for Chad, as he normally keeps it tight during the choruses. But the openness of the song allows him to play some full kit Fills. And those full kit fills are oh, incredible. It's a masterclass, incredible. Isn't it? I'm throwing it over to you. I would, uh, well, I'll just say this. I would love to see Chad doing this at a workshop. I'd love to see Chad at a workshop. Mm. Uh, what a wood workshop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make it whittling me a stick. Yeah. If <laughs> yeah. sticks are made. I don't know if sticks are whittled. No. We're well, having a full log. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Starting, starting with a full tree. Uh, so, uh, what and, were they called? A red. <laughs> yeah. Starting with a, with a sequoia. Yeah. A giant sequoia. <laughs> and whittling me a that. stick. Yeah. That's what I want to do with Chad if I ever get to meet him. But he would, of course. He's he an would envi- do it. environmentally conscious fellow. He would replace that sequoia, sure. Of course he would. Yeah. And as would I. I'd so turn up with two. one. That's like the I'd turn up with one, get him to cut one down, and then pop one in. Your promise, and this is a university speaking Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast promise, and I mean this. Every time Chad Smith whittles us a drumstick from us, oh, I didn't say a drumstick. I just said a stick. I meant a drumstick. <laughs> oh right, okay. Then we will plant five more sequoias every time. Every he time it. he does that, and Chad, if you're listening. Get come whittling. on, come on, mate. Yeah. Let's let's you know. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Come on, if you care about the environment, yeah. If you, if you want to prove yourself, whittle me a stick. Yeah. <laughs> whittle me a stick. <laughs> Hashtag whittle me a stick. Yeah. <laughs> right. You carry on reading about Jack. Then. Fine. They've gone. <laughs> Great kick drum accents to match the guitar and the bass. Uh, during the verses, the production sounds great. I actually think I this agree. era might be my favourite era sounding kit. It's a it's a great sounding kit. Oh come on! What you prefer this to Blood Sugar? Well, go on and go ahead and read. Yeah, actually, yeah, I do prefer this kit. It's produced enough so that it's not as thin as Californication, but still live enough where you can hear the crack of the snare. Even during the bridge solo, when Chad switches to the toms, they're still cutting through nicely. Hmm. Strong purple slain, purple stain live at slain vibes. Purple stain live from at the slain. ending accents. And, so, uh, and the same notes as Flea on the toms while beating the living daylights out of the cymbals. He loves it. I'm not surprised. As a drummer, Jack, it's, it's enjoyable to listen to. Well, bless Jack. He did, um, he did put 
you know, I'm, I'm amazed you keep asking me to do this. Or anyway, I can't believe you're asking me to do this. Anyone possibly interested? Um, they're great. It's great stuff. It's stuff that we're not going to pick up on. And no, that's right. I mean, my level of, of appreciation for this is basically that Chad is playing extremely quickly and hard. Yeah, Go on. Uh, and it sounds great. It's interesting that Jack's noted that he's essentially playing the same thing all the way through, just yeah. at different levels of intensity. And I think if you get the feel of it, you're a good. Anyone can bash the hell out of the drums. Yes, but to be able to modulate your attack. Is, ah, I yes. think is the mark of a, a really good drummer. Yeah, exactly. It's it, well, it's one of the things that you can change. It's one. It's one of the controllables, as they say. It certainly is. What are the other controllables on drums? Uh, stick control. Yeah. Um, beat control. And fan control. They've all got fans. They've all got fans. So the speed of the fan. Multi, one, two, three, multi four, five, speed yeah. fans. Or off. <laughs> yeah. Or off. Uh, unplugged. Plugged in. Yeah. Um, Ch- yeah, Chad, there's Chad Smith unplugged. Oh wow! And that I mean, it's there's not much to doesn't sound like much. No, I'll tell you, it's him sounds, in a room with yeah. an unplugged fan. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you, what it sounds like it's quality. It's good stuff. But what's an opener? I love it as an opener. You sound like you're you're less keen. No, I absolutely love it. I, I obviously I I, bra- I listen to this album with two heads on. Go on. One what, like they for people books. Yeah, exactly like that. One head is the dummy head that doesn't work. Yeah, and that is the head that is a was already a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan in 1995. Had come through the Blood Sugar Sex Magic era, lived through that, and then lived through the anticipation of waiting for this album to come out and and hearing it for the first time. My other head is someone who very much like I did picked up the Chili's in 1996-97 and listened to the, the, the albums that were already out there and enjoyed them for what they were. And then my third head is somewhere in between that. Okay, so it's a, it's a three-headed attack. It's now. a three-headed attack. This is hard work, though. There's a couple of songs here that took a while to grow on me, yes. which I now love, in the first six that we're going to talk about. Warped is one. We'll get to a, a, another one later on down, down the road. It's song number three. It's called um, Deep Kick. How do you think you would have felt about that if you had been waiting for the album to come out? And that's and not, not great, I don't think. Because it's, it is difficult. The, sw- the, delay, the long delay on the swan's voice makes it a difficult listen mm. if you are coming out of Sir Psycho mm. and this is the next thing. Or Day Red Hot. Yes, oh, yes, I know. Don't worry. Okay. You're coming out of uh, <laughs> Red Heart and you're going into this. Yeah. It's great, but it's such a long delay, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I don't, you know, we've got nearly 20 years of processing time. Well, more. What, since 1995? Yeah. But it's 2021 now. Yeah. So that's 21 years, plus five is 26. It is, yeah, exactly. Well, no, but I didn't start processing it for the first Till, six years. No, you didn't. So you I've got nearly 20 years You started processing in 2001, <laughs> I'm only saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Then I've started, <laughs> just to let you know, I've started, <laughs> I started to process one hot minute. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was January the 1st, it 2001. Was, yeah. I remember waking up with a raging hangover. And you, it was one of my New Year's resolutions. Constantly telling me that you just started to yeah, so I've been processing it nearly 20 years now. And um, 
So we've got that, you know, we've got, we've those, got that, we've got that there, under our yeah. belts. And we're, so we were able to look at this in a different light. But had that, had I been there in 95 and put this on, as you say, coming out of Sir Psycho, essentially, yeah. this is not what you'd have expected. No. And this is not, I, I dare say, what you would have wanted. No. Well, it, it wasn't when I first listened to it. I, I had very hard work with this. The beginning, I thought, was terrible. I liked it when it kicked in, but even then you're still struggling with the swan's voice because the vocals are difficult to engage with and sing along to. You can't engage with them. No, or sing along to them particularly. No. They, I mean, I love it now. Yeah, I know, I've, I love I've it. I've had, you know, 20 years processing time. Oh, you, so you started processing at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> it was when you suggested it. You yeah, suggested you thought, it. that's a good idea. Like, you told I'll me you started processing. Well. I thought, oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, I'll start. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, so... It's a great song. It's in. It's musically. I think it's absolutely fantastic. The, yeah. It's a great example a cool of, of Dave Navarro era chilies. I yeah. think, but it's not. You know, I, de- I don't want to say you can write the Swan off in this one. But it's, no, you can't write him off. You can't write him because off because lyrically, it's a masterpiece. No, it is. It, his 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 but engagement engagement wise, it's difficult. But for the the honesty of what is right. My tendency for dependency is offending me. Yeah. And it's, start, it's, a it's great, such a moody start as well. Yeah. My, and I like that delay. Well, so, it runs throughout the song, but particularly effective at the beginning. Yeah. It's offending, it's offending. It's I mean, it's stuff. just wonderful. All of the lyrics in the, on, this, on this track are fantastic. And actually, I think lyrically, because it's not necessarily uh, so sex driven as blood sugar i think these and it's there's some sex in there there's some sex in yeah there is there is some sex drugs and rock and roll in there but no not in here but that's what he says yeah not in this garage funky monks he says that what does he say when the record exec says oh it's oh yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah i hate he that record executive shouldn't be saying the word sexy it's a sexy record or something like that, it says, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a typical cringeworthy engagement between the suit and the artist. And the auteur. Yeah, oh, French. Yep, well, I'm French all over today, Jimmy Paul Ben Townsend. Yeah. But it is... Just go and read the lyrics. They're, they're on RHCP Sessions, if you don't own this. They're on the internet, frankly. If you, want to, <laughs> if, if you want to read them off the original booklet, yeah, I would if I yeah. were you, because the art, as you say, the artwork, yes. if the artwork's fantastic. And actually, when you said the artwork's fantastic, I just thought of the front cover and the back cover. Ah, but all of those but little the vignettes. inner booklet, yeah, oh, all of those vignette, little vignettes, yeah. they're great. Those little pictures. My my Twitter header is um, is the, a vignette. is the deep kick vignette of the yes. two people, the two boys walking off with their little picnic. Of course, it's very difficult. Not to con- confuse vignette with vinaigrette, mm. it's and they are—they are vastly different things. Yeah, well, as I said, my um, my Twitter vinaigrette is two boys walking off. Into <laughs> well, the I, I put—I made a salad the other day. Oh, I can see where this is going. And I applied a page of the red, of the one hot minute booklet. Oh, that is um, that is uh, he- heresy. I thought it was going to taste nice. No. It was very badly received. Mm. Well, you should uh, see me reading the back of a bottle of vinaigrette trying to work out the lyrics where to walk. Let's talk about the choruses. Sure. Because it's a superb chorus. I'm, re- I'm really saying superb a lot today. It's a superb chorus. It really opens up, doesn't it? You've got a really tight palm-muted palm riff. And listen to the palm-muting on the, on the guitar on the, on the main riff. 
then it opens up into slightly bigger open chords. And the Swan is great here. The Swan's great across this album. He does. He has a delivery here that he he didn't really carry over. He didn't carry from Blood no. Sugar, and he didn't carry over to Californication. No. It's a, it's a certain style, and I do sometimes call it man who sings like he's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's brilliant. No, and, and actually, the man who sings like he's about to explode technique is actually more clear on, on, on a lot of other, other songs. Other songs yeah. And on, on a couple of the B-sides, actually, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he didn't carry it over. He, there, there are snippets of it elsewhere. But it was really confined to this yeah. this era. You're right, B-Sides. He, um, he sings like Man Who Is About to Explode on Let's Make Evil. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Here's the first example of the classic Navarro octave yes. coming out of the choruses into the, uh, into the verses again. And it is, wait, again, I'll say it again. You're playing the root note of the power chord. Power chord being, um, if you're playing a G power chord, for example, the, the root note of a G is on the E string, the thickest string of the guitar on the third fret. The fifth is on the A string, the next string up on the A string. And the octave is on the fifth fret of the D string. And you play those. It's, it's Nirvana. It's, it, well, power chords are heavy metal. And this is quite to a be, heavy... To, uh, to be frank. Yeah, and I will be frank. Oh, um, can you say, uh, can I be frank? Uh, uh, can I be frank? Can I still be Garth? Oh sure, um, that and that is all over this. This, this you're playing that and you're muting out the fifth, so you're just hearing the octaves. It's classic Navarro. It is classic Navarro. Into the solo, what do you make of the solo? I say the solo. It's just kind of a noisy kind of wire. Yeah, I like I like the, the I like the solo section because I think Flea does a lot of really good work underneath it. Yeah, yeah, the rhythm section, the bass and the drums here are really chugging away to keep yeah. the heaviness while oh, you've got some God. very very trebly guitar chugging away like a train, but an effective train and an enjoyable train. Uh, uh, to to quote our friend Tom Lucas, a long distance train, a long distance train, a long distance train. <laughs> 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 to misquote Tom, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's not a noty solo. It's kind of more of a noise solo. It's a noise it? solo, but it's it's lovely. And there's some, you know, Chad doing his big sort of jungle, jungle, jungle drums. Jungle drums, yeah, I've written jungle drums down. Uh, Flea really doing some good work. Keeping it low and, and locked. Low and locked, as they say. Yeah. yeah. Locked and low? No. No. Between solo and verse three, you've got the, um, you've got the one. One, two. One, two, three. One, oh, and two, there's three, also four. that brilliant, sorry, just thinking of it, there's a brilliant snare roll into something. Uh, yeah, the snare rolls into the choruses are always cool. Yeah, sorry, I just uh, had to bring it up. Yeah, sorry, I did have to mention that. <laughs> I just had to mention that <laughs> snare rolls are available for at all reasons. Those one, you know what I mean when I'm saying the um, the, the stabs, the one. Yes. Is reminiscent of Suck My Kiss. Because throughout the choruses of Suck My Kiss, you have the changes. You have a, you have a three stab, a two stab, and a one stab, mm. uh, or vice versa. It might be the other way around. That's Latin as well, by the way. There you go. Thank you very much. Vice versa. I can't remember because I've got warped in my head. So that's a, a throwback, maybe, to um, Suck My Kiss. Well, Because the- Dave's heard Suck My Kiss, hasn't he? Well, certainly by now he has, yeah. He must have because he plays it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine he'd heard it before. Um, but, yeah, like you say... They're always going to draw on those past experiences. Hmm. It's always, they're always going to be influences coming through. Well, and if it, something works, 
Do it again. Do it again, but <laughs> just disguise it yeah. a little bit. Throughout this album... Although like, they've, disguised, they've disguised Blood Sugar Sex Magic very well within this album. They certainly have, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It's yeah. unrecognisable. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, where, where is it even? I'm not even sure which song is Under the Bridge. Although I am. Yeah, it's, 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 it's my, my friends. friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when well, I'm listening to these tunes and, and thinking about them, I skip back and forth to see, um, for like GTPs and things, Yes. to see if on that, that third chorus... Oh, I think something's been added in there. You know, as they're building it up. So yeah. I might, well, just, that's your that's your technical yeah. coming out. Isn't I'll, it? I'll drag the old um, the scrubber or or the iTunes. It's not scrubber on, on iTunes. What's it called? There, we. It's just a thing. I'll rewind. Mm, sure. What I noticed on this album on a few songs, certainly on a couple of these first six, is it, they just get louder. Mm. If you if you play chorus one and you play. So you play verse one and you play verse three. The master mix is louder. I don't know if this is what they did intentionally, just to, to make the songs louder as they went on and yeah, back just down. to involve you. But it happens. It's a real thing. Okay, well that's a good fact. Yeah, facts, and I commend you for that. Thank you. Outro. What do you think of the outro? It goes absolutely hectic. Dink, 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 well, I'll tell you what, how I felt about it as I listened to it in preparation for this recording. I thought to myself, you know, I'm well into it at this point. I'm, I'm dancing around. I can see you dancing now. Um, and I'm thinking, this is great. It's, do I want it to end here? Would it be a more natural thing for it to end in this way? But then I think to myself, no. I like that change up. I like, I like the quiet ending. It's my favourite bit of the song. Fine. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. As it, as it clicks out, you've got two guitars across the ears playing clean arpeggios. Yeah. And you've got the bass That's straight Italian, down the middle. Yeah, there you go. This, I tell you, this is the most multilingual episode we've ever had. It's incredible. The bass is straight down the middle and it's, and it's lead bass. Yes. And it's such a trebly tone, which I love here. You can almost feel the string. There's a few times on this album when this comes across, which is strange because it's not Flea's most prominent album. You can feel the string against the fretboard, and you can feel the fact that it's a wound string, mm. and you can feel this thing. Oh, it's the outro is absolutely awesome. It's wonderful. It's probably the best quiet change up of of all the quiet change ups, and there are quite a few. There certainly are. But I, I'm, I don't know. We'll we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. All I'm saying is it's it's the best quiet change up so far. So far, yeah, absolutely. Um. Oh, at 4.20, I've written Dave Bottles of Strums. Because at the end, it's going dink, 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 ding, 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 before the quiet bit. Yes. Dave on one guitar is just strumming. And as it gets to the quiet bit, he pulls out of those hard strums. He should have kept going at the same intensity or even more, Mm. so that as those strums stop, it's a real juxtaposition it's that real break and actually he it feels like he he gets a little bit limp-wristed towards the end Oof. i know i know that's the last thing you want to happen but what a tune what what's an opener what a fantastic opener um <laughs> it wasn't what we were expecting t- i'll tell you this for nothing it's sent your granddaddy's red hot chili no, but it was enjoyable to the <laughs> to the <laughs> max what to the nth degree certainly that's mathematical well, what a thing we are. Should we move on to Aeroplane? 
coming out of aeroplane it's a it's a song it's one of the album's attention grabbers from the off yes i think there's certain songs here which will as a neutral listener will grab you in in this first half this is one of them my friends is one of them yes this isn't one of those more out there songs on on one hot minute no this is more like what you may have expected to hear. Yeah, exactly. So, it's I'm going to talk to you about a song. It's the second song on a Chili's album. Okay. Okay, it's got a really simple, kind of choppy guitar line on the verses over some lead bass. Mm. It's got a long outro solo mm. that ends with clapping. Mm-hmm. And it segues into... I don't know if it's over to the next song. A long outro solo that ends with clapping. What song am I talking about? You are talking about If You Have To Ask. I am. So, it's so many similarities here between... I say so many. I've just named them all. That, those but, ones. But, but they're, they're good points, I think. It's a very, oh, what, a, what a performance from Flea across the whole song. But on these verses, it's a very choppy guitar line, like If You Have To Ask. Yeah. It's Flea playing the lead bass, like yes. If You Have To Ask. Yes. It's got that uh, long outro solo. Yes. It's all the things I just said a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Right, no, you're quite right. But, you know, the first song, the opener, is important. Yeah. But also the second song of an album is almost just as important because you're moving from song one I think into what can only be described two. as song two. And it's a, and it's a, it's a segue here. It's a seek. <laughs> and because a lot of, we're going to talk about these... For, and a production meeting we just had off, off uh, mic. Off air. We're going to do the first four songs of One Hot Minute tonight. Yes. And we're going to turn it into a three-parter. <laughs> it's a three-parter, and I think that's right. I think that's right and fair. You're right and fair. Yeah, absolutely. Did we do, by the way, as a, as a three-parter? No, no. I, I mean, so, impossible to tell. soon we'll, we'll be doing albums as 13 parters. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there's only a finite amount of content. It's not to do with finicity. That's Latin. That is Latin. Uh, what's it to do then? Oh, we just yeah choices. Just, we, we, want, choices. we want to roam free and choices wild. Choices have been made. Yeah, we are antelope on the savannas of Africa. Uh, we are Hollywood we are Africa. on the Serengeti. Yeah, uh, the I am Simba. Oh, I see the the uh, the herds on the move. Ooh, what, shall I get trampled by it? Yeah, to death. Help me. Are you doing S- the, are you doing the Lion King? Somebody, somebody. Oh, is that Simba? Anybody, anybody. Um. Akuna Matata? Yeah. Classic Lion King. I'll tell you another word that's annoying me at the moment, like Segway. Which Why is are, you in, are you annoyed with Segway? Well, because it's written as C. Fine. Fine right? play. My next word that mm. has pissed me off this week is hy- hyperbole. Ah, uh, hi- yes. Hyperbole. But it says hyperbole. Yeah. If you want me to say hyperbole, write hyperbole. If you want me to say hyperbole, write you hyperbole. You have said hyperbole. Have you in a, high, in a high-powered meeting? Yeah. 
Yeah, I was working for Lloyd's of London, the shipping company. The shipping, <laughs> Shit, insur- the shipping insurance company on the side. Yeah. And um, I was trying to impress them by using big words. I said, I said, Sieg. Nice to meet you. That's, my name's, my yeah. name's Hyperbell. Yeah. And now I said, nice to meet you. Um, but let me Sieg straight into the meeting. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to be talking in big. I'm going to cut through the hyperbole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they asked me to leave. They asked you to leave and go back to your day job. Yeah. Which I did. Fair play. You've got no business here. <laughs> I said, what did you know about shipping insurance? Yeah. I said nothing. Nothing. I'm Get an out. NHS worker. <laughs> yeah. I work in mental health. Get out, they said. Um, so, what a segue, though. Mm. Coming out of Warped into that lovely delightness of touch from Navarro and Flea with that lovely light lead work. Like lead work. Right. It is lead work. There. Oh, I loved it, by the way, in the last episode when uh, I said ostentatious and you, and of course, invented the character ostentatious. Ah, Mr. Tatious. Mr. Tatious. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did well last week for characters. We had uh, last fortnight ago. But recorded a week ago. Sure. Um, ostentatious. We had... Uh, Tom, Ma- Tom, Tom, Thomas Work. And, uh, yeah, Tom Work. <laughs> and uh, Masterpiece. Yeah. I uh, know. It's an ever-growing cast of characters. Behind the chords, listen to... Uh, on the intro, where it's all very, very, very quiet. Listen to that second guitar, which is... And you will need a decent uh, quality pair of headphones. Please, go out if you haven't already. Please invest. We will support you financially. We won't. I've said this before. <laughs> you, you, you said you would send a pair of headphones to everyone in the world. Uh, I, I dragged you out that. I might have even have edited that out. I'm not sure because I didn't want to be held. I didn't want that to be played in court no. when you refused to send them. I haven't second. got that many pairs. No, you'd have to buy them. Source them from a, an independent... Not even headphone in, company. No, they don't need to be independent. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I don't. They're all independent. I'm not linked to any headphone company. No, you'd have to buy them. That was the problem. No, I know, but all headphone companies are independent to me. Yes. <laughs> yes, you've got no affiliation. Sam, like, apart, unlike, well, apart from Sammy's headphones. Well, unlike me with Lloyds of London. Yes. Did you, and you got sacked from Sammy's. Sorry, headphones. I launched the company. You said Hyperbowl in a meeting. Yeah, didn't I, you? I launched the company. <laughs> you sacked yourself. So I turned up to the first meeting. It was just me. Yeah. Said Hyperbowl. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to find uh, someone to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> so listen. <laughs> 15 seconds on aeroplane. Okay. Oh, bring your chocolate oranges. 15 seconds on an aeroplane. There's a very, very quiet guitar behind it. And it's just bar work, quiet bar work. So much so, that if you really listen at 22 seconds, you can even hear the, the springs of the tremolo on the Stratocaster mm. crack. And that makes its own reverberation. Ah, oh, mate, it's good fun listening to this stuff really close up. This, this is one hell of a track. This is one hell of a track. Here you've got the man who sings like he's about to explode on top form. Oh, what? In his kitchen? Yeah, he's sitting in his kitchen. About to pop. I know. No, but this is much more... This is not singing like he's about to explode. This is no, what, this is just... It's an expression. It's a choice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is, this is Actually, controlled aggression. Yeah. Oh, it's great stuff as well. This one is superb on this. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't stop saying superb. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, but he sounds absolutely tremendous. Uh, you know, you've got Flea doing what Flea is there that, to do. Flea stuff on the song is outrageous. It's basically a whole song of lead bass yeah. with some other people doing some really cool stuff around it. This is... Are you okay? Gas attack? This is Flea's, Flea's tune. 
Yeah, this is Flea's tune, without a doubt. I say Flea and the Swan. I, I, name me a song on this album, and I'm not saying this is my hey. my thoughts. <laughs> well done. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> d- name me a song on this album where the Swan shines brighter than this. Uh, well, it depends what you're looking for. Because I love him on One Big Mob. I love him on. Um, I, I actually love him on My Friends as well. Yeah, I love him on My Friends. Uh, I I think his he does a hell of a delivery on One Hot Minute. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does he does a good job on nearly yeah, all of but, them. But he does different delivery styles across this album. Yeah, yeah. Um, man exploding, man expressing himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and being quite aggressive. Man uh, delaying, you know, using a delay machine. Yeah, man who has long hair but won't have long hair for much longer. Man who kisses another man in the video for my friends. Yep. Um, Man who... Man who gets in a boat. Yeah, and whilst on the boat, his hair goes really high. Man who has snakes for hair. Yes, that's Soldier Squeeze, though, surely. Oh, no, yeah. It's not, is it? No, isn't that oh, during is that, the well, My Friends se- Conceivably, yeah. I think if we're, if we're not sure, we should stop. Fine. Um, it, suffice to say. Suffice to say, he's got a lot of different delivery styles. Flea here, though, is pushing... Pushing the envelope? yeah. Do yourself a favour. Try and find a nice later bass track for this song. It's uh, it's it's amazing. It stuff. will change your life. Yeah, you you talked about the Swan. Fantastic. Listen to Flea at one forty two. There's a huge vibrato on there, and Dave is playing on that on the chorus on the choruses, and Dave is playing that lovely fluid liquid wah octave line again. Here's a second song. Here's him playing the, using the octave trick again. Well, listening to this, it's hard to imagine. That they, you know, experience difficulties as a band. I wrote down. This is this is I shit. This is shit hot. Yes, it really is. Yeah, one hot minute is shit hot, especially the first half. Yeah, especially the first four. But this song, you know, to, just isolating this particular track. This is this is a wonderful song, and uh, you know the, the whole album's great. But when you listen to this, you think, well, how can there be? How can yeah. there have been any problems? Yeah. And how is this sometimes overlooked as well? As how it is it overlooked? I'll tell you how. I'll tell you why it's overlooked. Is it the man who should not be named? No, it's not. He who walks behind the rose. Stephen no children of the corn reference. It's not him. Um, it's it's. I think it's just the fact that this this is a bit like monster. Go on. You know, it wasn't what it people was a, were expecting. Exactly. It wasn't what people wanted. It's not automatic for people to monster no. isn't, and this isn't. Blood Sugar 2. No, and it was never... Even if John had still been in the band... You wouldn't have got, you Blood, wouldn't Sugar have got Blood Sugar 2. Well, you got Callie. Yeah. But that was later on. So it's difficult to... You can't hype, hype, you know, hypothesize, hypothesize too much. Yeah. Hyperbole. You, ca- you can't... You can't... But that, I think that, that's why this album is overlooked and was overlooked at the time. It still sold incredibly well. I mean, if you said to me, you can sell as many... You're, you know, I can release an album today and it will sell as many as one whole minute. I'd take it. <laughs> I'd take it. I'd snap my hand up. Huh. Uh, you know, I'd, first of all, I'd say, well, how, you know, what do I have to do to, you know, record an album? I don't know anything about music production and I can't play any instruments. And then you'll have to look into how, how what you'd owe that man in damages because you snapped his hand off. <laughs> Shit, yeah, exactly. And is it is it worth it? Mm. So it's probably not. Probably I'm not. Sure no. I probably won't bother. No, forget it all. Forget just, it all. I'm just going to sit in my garage. Talk, talk, yeah. Oh, yeah, sponsors then. Today's sponsor, it's a new one, and this is uh, coming to you from the Mexican area, and by that I mean Mexico. Yes. It is. Des- uh, are you, I've got a question for you. 
Are you a Mexican or a Mexican? <laughs> oh, God. Mm. I am a Mexican. Go for it, then. And this is Desperado, or Desperados. It's uh, a Mexican lager beer infused with tequila. And I love a tequila. And you don't like tequila. Which I don't like tequila. Which confuses me because I don't like Desperado beer. No. And you do. Yet I like tequila and you don't. I do like Desperado, but only when it's particularly hot. Uh, not the beer, the weather. Right. <laughs> uh, a, yeah. a nice boiled Desperado. Uh, nice, a nice cup of Desperado. No, it's lovely stuff. It's very strong. It's 5.9. So I will have to be a little bit careful. Yeah, a little uh, bit which circumspect. Which, of course, I won't be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will, will you be careful or circumspect? No, of course you won't. Probably not. I uh, myself this week. Are you done with your sponsor? Yes, thank you, Desperado. I'm sponsored by this pair of shoes, which was given to me out of a footlocker by your wife today when we watched the football. Yes. These are a pair of fabric. Uh, they're like outdoor slippers. Well, they're... Yes, they're fabric shoes. I don't know. And I don't fab- make is fabric. Fabric is the brand name. Yeah, uh, yeah and they are made of fabric. They are. They're very light, loose, and slightly too small for me. So yeah, I've slightly owned them. too big for me, but I'm taking them. Take them on, take them on. I've owned them for years, never worn them because they're too small. Yeah, and, and I, uh, I saw them and I said, I'll have them. Yeah, he snapped them up. In so. fact, I said, I'm happy to have a sweep through your whole house to see if there's anything else you don't want. Yeah, did you find anything else? I, did, I haven't done the sweep yet. Fine. <laughs> Okay, so good sponsors this week. I think you'll agree. New sponsors, good sponsors, friends forever. Exactly. I'm always friends with Fabric. If you listen to this Fabric... Oh, send them in. Yeah. That would be good, wouldn't it? It would be good if you suddenly received 100 pair of shoes. shoes that are slightly too big and I've had to take the laces out. Yeah. I mean, imagine that. Because they were cutting into my ankle. They're cutting into my ankle, then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's carry on. The breakdown is cool. This is where the flea genius continues because you've got that light, bubbly lightness of touch which is there, but you're still doing massive slides, low rooting. At 402, there's an absolutely huge bass slide. And then we're into the solo. Mm. And a couple of things happen when the solo starts. Jack mentions it. Let's talk about Jack then. I'll Jackie say, boy. I listen to it, and the snare drum is suddenly then hugely pushed and flattened out, I put. And Jack himself, Pert, you bring him up now. And well, I'll he start. says it's the perfect showcase for his funky and solid side. Yeah. Crispy hi-hats. Crispy. Despite the bass line being all over the fretboard, Chad is keeping it fully locked in. And I think that's the, that's the point, isn't it? And this is a reoccurring theme. Yeah. When other people are wandering around, Chad stays solid. When other people are staying solid, Chad wanders around. Yeah, and that's, the, that's part of the mastery of the Red Hot Chili Peppers is that understanding of when like you say when somebody else is doing something complicated if somebody else is rooting it and it doesn't really matter who it is Mm. then the song maintains a cohesion whereas if everybody was displaying a load of wankery it would just be a mess sorry about that move on uh yes so um it's just it's a fine example of of how really really high quality and skilled musicians can work together and what really is songwriting 101. Is it? When you think about it. Yeah, well, I did. And did you, did you conclude that that was the case? Yeah. He did, yeah. Are you going to continue with the drum notes? No, you carry on. If you're listening on a good quality pair of headphones, you can hear some ghost notes and drags on the snare in the verses too. Here is a DTP or an NTP, a noise technical point. At 2.13, there's some sort of noise... I'm not sure, but I heard that noise. Can you mute your phone? That, that, that was a cuckoo. That was a cuckoo. 
213 is some sort of noise, not sure what it is, but also Chad hits a triplet on the kick drum at the same time, or maybe Jack's just hearing things. Probably not, because I'm going to pick up on my friends about some noises which I've not heard before. It wasn't a cuckoo. No. Love the dramatic, dynamic change in the bridge. It goes from a big open drum sound to suddenly you feel like it's a tiny jazz kit right in front of you. Mm. Lovely ghost notes and drags uh, from Chad too. Here's the point I was making. The production changes again at the end, sort of adding to that awful 80s-style snare reverb. Mm, yeah. So do listen as it moves out of... Um, that snare at the end is... Is, is, is wild. Insatiable. Yeah. But it, interestingly, we all noticed it. Yeah. I noticed it there listening to it just a moment ago. I can't say I've ever noticed it before, though. I, I haven't, but I noticed it there. Yeah. Uh, and again, this... this Harks back to the age-old point. If you haven't got a decent pair of headphones, go and get them because you cannot pick this stuff up, stuff up in any other way. No, you can. But it it it, it does hark back to. The, first of all, I thought, oh, that's a bit blood sugary, punchy. But then I thought, no, it's it's beyond that. It's like Jack says, it's it's reverby and it's yeah. I it, it's, it feels flat to me. Yeah, big, yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of being, I thought it's the opposite of punchy. Instead of that kind of really sharp crack that you get with Chad, yeah. it feels squash. Well, that's squashed. right. That was my initial reaction was that there's a change here. And I thought it was punchy. But then I realised it was flat. And that's, that's honestly, that was my thought process. Yeah. I had to process it because it was so such a stark change. When did you start processing it? <laughs> 2001. <laughs> but it's only now that I've finished processing that I can reveal the results. <laughs> 20, year, 20 year processing. Uh, yeah, it's not easy to do. It takes a long time. I am also processing other things in the background. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Living your life. <laughs> yeah. So in the left ear, as a solo starts, you also get another quite distracting thing, which is a really, la- in the left ear, a really loud, choppy rhythm guitar part that comes out of complete left field from Dave mm. and isn't isn't I don't think it's not necessary however that, that's what happens oh, can I just you know when the kids start going my aeroplane my aeroplane yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't mind it but just in, the, in this week leading up to this I've been listening to aeroplane yeah, sure. and I can just envisage it sounds to me like they're taking the mickey out of the swan you know they're going oh he keeps saying my aeroplane my aeroplane oh nice You've got a good voice. You should have been in Clara's school choir. Yeah. Well, I was. Well, that's why you know. Were you taking the mic out of this one? Well, that's how I know what it wasn't that. Oh, right. So it just sounds you know, like we it were kids. That. We were yeah. kids. But it just reminded me of that, listening to it back, you know, having been there and now being here as I am. Mm. In the garage processing it. Processing it. Yeah. Okay, good song. I think we all agree on that, don't we? Fantastic song. Great work from the Swan. He sounds absolutely top draw here I'll go as far as it sounds superb <laughs> yes I would agree with you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at- 
coming out there of deep kick. What a tune. What a tune. What do you make of deep kick? Tune in. Yeah, I like it. Do you like it or do you love it? I like it. Right. I'm not a big fan of the oh shit motif. One of the things I've written down here is oh shit question mark. Sam, what do you think of it? I'm not a big fan of the oh shit motif. No, I, I myself am not a huge fan of the oh shit motif, mm. I'm afraid. So, and why is that? You explain to me why you're not a big fan and then I'll tell you whether I agree, disagree or agree partially. Okay. Uh, or disagree partially. Shit. Although that would be... I don't be. know. I mean, I mean this, is, this is great analysis. For me... IMHO. <laughs> yeah. It's... Lacks invention, it lacks creativity. Okay, um, but, but you say that. But where have you heard it before? I've heard it all over the place. Right. Okay. Um, it, I don't like the use of swear words. No, uh, I am a. a, a but you're a. I am a, an absolute fuckwit. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, you know if it fits enough, it fits well enough. But I just think that there could have, could could have been, should have been. Would have been a better option if they if they'd have got that message through their head. Yeah, which they obviously didn't. I don't love it. No, but no. I don't. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't change my feelings for the song at this point. No, it doesn't change my overall feelings towards the song, which is yeah, like. it, it, which is like. But it does influence it. You say you like it, but you said tunage. Yeah, no, I, I, I like it, and like I, I love. Are we can do that for all of the songs that we like. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love. Once you get past that oh shit thing, mm. you know I, I love the overall. It's it, you know it's it's a it's a ride and a half, isn't it? And there's, oh, a, there's a lot going on. This song to me, especially the beginning and the end, because it's a three part song. It's a three. It's part more song. of a feeling than a song. Mm. But it took, and I love it. But it took me a long, long time to get to that point because this was another one when you said, um, "Listen to this album." Yeah, you, you you played me warped, and I thought, right, not really on board with this. Aeroplane. Pardon me. I thought, yeah, this is. I'm, cool. on, uh, <laughs> I'm quite literally on board. Yeah, this sounds like. I've got my boarding pass. Yeah, and I'm boarding the aeroplane. There you go, lovely. Do you get lovely it? He's got it finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, took a while. I was there. Look, I was thinking it, 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 he's going to get It'll the aeroplane analogy at some point. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> Surely. I mean, for me, the album really took off. <laughs> lovely, lovely. <laughs> it wasn't all and, and plane me, that's sailing. The, that's the long and the short of it. Ah, yes! That's it! <laughs> that's it! That's the... Oh, we're playing uh, the silly game. We're playing yeah. the silly game, but I've got it again. You absolutely telegraphed it. Plain sailing was great. Mm, yeah, well, that's well, more It was a mixed metaphor. It's, yeah, yeah it I was, did it on purpose. Ah, okay, yeah. of course. It took me a long time to love this song, though, because it, that, that, I now think that that intro is 1 minute 44 seconds of absolute genius. Yeah. But it's a, a genius that takes your head a long time to Oh, get well, there. let's talk about that intro. It's acid for the children... It's scar tissue, but mainly acid for the children, writ large and brought to life. Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's so such an eloquent. It's so eloquent. It's so well delivered, and it's such a meaningful. Yeah, it feels like it's monologue. from the heart. Yeah, and but, it, it, remember, these boys are in their early thirties here, so they're getting towards that age where they're looking back. They've already been through tragedy. Well, you, later on in the song. They'll say ten years ago in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And this was 1995. 
so it really reminds yeah. you just how early harking back career it was. Yeah, harking back hard. to the early 80s. Yeah. Which, of the course... the mid-80s. Which, of course, is, is what I do. Yeah. And, and they've copied me on that. Um, the, the, the whole intro is so well-delivered. Yeah. The lovely. swan's great. It builds up and builds up without you noticing that it's building up. Yeah. Flea's delivery, because this is the Flea album for, for singing... Yeah, his, were you talking voice, about Flea's delivery at the end? At, no, at the beginning at the when end. he's doing all the the, the, the backing vocals, oh, the, the yeah. U's and the R's, yeah, yeah. and his voice breaks at one minute eighteen, and it and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's are you into this point? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. It's it really is. It's I feel very emotional when I listen to the beginning and the end of this song. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. This this is a heartfelt song. It might, it sounds like. A raucous ride through musical through mayhem. History. Oh, through their history. That's the other reason why I love it. But, but yeah, but it, it, it actually, when you dig deeper, the, the meaning, the, the meaning of, of what the swan says at the start, the meaning of what Flea sings about at the end, and, and well, the whole song really yeah. is lyrically, it's a story. Um, you know, and actually, this is this is the Red Hot Chili Peppers delving into the past, probably for the first time for inspiration. Mm. You know, looking back at what they've been through, getting to an age where they're able to look back and, and talk about what they've done and, and all of the, the things that they've experienced together. Hmm. God knows they've been through a lot more since then, but they'd already been through a lot at this point. There's also a lot of drug references, because obviously we know what was going on, the swan unknown to the others at the time, but you have warped, he's got himself talking about his tendency for dependency. Yeah. On aeroplane, he's talking about himself... Um, being an aeroplane yeah exactly and that's very pertinent but um you know sit in my kitchen someone better slap me before i start to rust before i start to decompose somebody better get me out of this state before it kills me correct and on this song you've got the giant gray monster bit on the intro which is and behind it you can hear there's whispering yeah which sounds to me like like the giant gray monster trying to tempt them in clamping its jaws down but at 137, yeah, yeah, exactly. ugly grey shit around. I'm not convinced by that notion. No, well, nor am I. Because if you clamp down... Oh, right, okay. You can't spew. No. You, in order to spew, you have, you to, have to have, have an have open, open Yeah. So I just want to pick this one up on that. Yeah, well, well done. And he's, we, do you think you could actually pick him up? And if you could pick him up, could you raise him above your head in a bench press? Uh, I'm sure I could pick him up. In a fireman's lift. Yeah. I'm not sure I could bench press him. Not especially on that picture of him a few months ago when he, was, he went surfing. No. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure he's, he's worked out since then. Yes, he has. He'll, yeah. be, he'll be in peak. Swan. He'll be in peak physical condition by the time yeah. the album comes out. But what, on that, that, that whispering about the giant grey monster, I like to think it's the monster whispering and tempting them. But actually, you can hear at 137 clearly if the freaks could only unite. In that yeah. whispering, so yeah. I, I, that that kind of works against my theory. Well, it does, it does, but it's still it's nice. The messages that are coming through, you know, it's it is very. This is a very thoughtful song, and it's mm. a very it's a song where they they are they're they're looking back, they're talking about what they've done and what they've been through. It's it's an emotional stuff. When it kicks in, you'll notice there's wah guitars all over the place. Once it kicks yes, in, the second it's big second time wah wah, yeah. And but the bass line is is pulsing away on the same repeated line, 
And actually, it sounds to me like the bass is saying all the two boys' lines. Because the bass is going, ding, 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 ding. Like two boys in London, England. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. It's a foreshadowing that, that particular part. Yeah. And also, if we talk about the two boys' lines, I love, love those lines, those harmonies. Yeah, yeah. It's just great stuff in this song, some great singing. What do you think about the swans offbeat? Huh, 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 huh. Yeah. I like your, your face in the No, no, I like it. That no, no, I don't mind it. It's, to be honest, it's not something I've ever, I've ever given that much thought to. It's well, not, think about it now. You're no, doing I, I am. About I am thinking about it, and I've decided that I I, I quite like it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when the swan comes in on verse one and throughout, an acoustic guitar suddenly appears in the right ear, which I've not really noticed yeah. before. That's he always carries that. It does. Do you think that's him playing? <laughs> yeah. He just whenever he, if he starts singing now, that guitar starts to play. Well, they're interconnected. God, that would be an interesting dynamic for the new album. Wouldn't it just? Well, it will be, given what you've just well, said. Well, it is. Yeah, well, there you go. It's factual. Okay, what's JJ got to say? JJ said this. He says, so this beat is virtually the same as Warped. I once saw an interview with Chad where he described his playing style, stay, playing style as I only have two beats, fast and slow. He's kind of proving that theory here. Nice. Is that fair? No. Who cares? I mean, good. That's on. not to say it doesn't sound great, though, and I think that's the point here. It does sound great. He's smashing away on the bell of the ride Ooh, throughout nice. the verses. Yes, the bell of the ride. Uh, Chad switches up to the snare pattern on Flea's singing bits and matches with the guitar rhythm. Interesting, kinda. Which it is. It is. Nice change of intensity around four minutes, leading to a nice fast snare roll into the sugar-free around the world riff. DTP coming in strong. Ah, yes. Go on then. Coming back into the guitar solo, Chad accents the and of one and doesn't come in on the first beat of the bar. It's a little off-putting if you're paying attention to it, which I never have. And I've never noticed it. But I will now re-listen to it and coming in off the guitar solo, that's when that happens. P.S. I'll give you both one pound each if you harmonise Motherfuckers Work Us Up live on the pod. Well, why not? One, Hang on, two, Hang on. now we've got one, the two, three, three, focus up. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah? Yeah, fine. Uh, let me just double check. Oh, I've got a quiz question for you after this as well. Fine, I'm going to do it in my super high, which I'm now renowned for. Okay, those coppers woke us up. Motherfuckers woke us up. Okay. One, two, three, four. Those coppers woke us up. Motherfuckers woke us up. Boom, boom. Do sing it out now to... <laughs> He's up again. One more time. I'll do super high and you do low. Okay. One, two, three, four. Those coppers woke us up. Motherfuckers woke us up. Two, three, Is that four. two pounds? Oh, that's two pounds each, yeah? <laughs> nice. Should we Suck do it again? Up. Suck it up. <laughs> Suck it up, Jack. You asked four pounds. Yeah, baby. Sweet as. Sweet as a nut. Should we do the bank, bank details now, live or there? The what details? The bank details. The what details? Bank. Oh, yeah, so anyone can donate. <laughs> yeah, or take. Well, no, we won't go that far then. No. All of the two boys stuff is gold. Two boys in London, England, two boys in San Francisco is great. Now, that particular verse with the motherfuckers waking them up is San Francisco-based, and they blasted off in a Bart bathroom, capital B, capital A, capital R, capital T. Mm. Now, they're in San Francisco. I'm asking you now, Sam, what mm. is the Bart? They were in a bathroom that belonged to the Bart, but what's the Bart? 
Oh, God, now that is that a quiz question? Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, the Bart. If you get it right... Oh, um, so it's impossible, basically. No, of course it's not impossible if you know what it is. Well, I don't. Okay, if you get it right, I'll give you all of Jack's money that he's two given quid. to us. Yeah, my two bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's the Bay Area Rapid Transit, so it looks like it's some kind of train. Oh, I did not know that. And I've been to San Francisco. But you never went on the Bart? I might do the Bart, man. Oh, quite. I don't know whether we did or not. No, we didn't. We were only there very briefly. Anyway, good stuff. M- massive choruses as well as uh, um, Two Young Brothers on a Hovercraft. Our first T-shirts on the back said Two Young, two brothers, young brothers on, on, on a Hovercraft. hovercraft. I love that, of course. The, uh, the logo was so ill. <laughs> the logo was, <laughs> <the logo> was <laughs> skew with. <laughs> so we had to ditch them. Great opportunity missed, as mm. someone put on, the, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, and, buddy. Yeah. I mean, whoever you are, thanks. Yeah, no, genuinely, thanks. <laughs> Any engagement is it, good engagement. Yeah, exactly. We've learned exactly. this. So, exactly. The yeah, rules no. of engagement. Mm. Well, that film. The rules <laughs> of attraction starring uh, James Vanderbeek from yes, Dawson's, from Dawson's Creek. Creek. <laughs> That's Beek. what it's called. James Vanderbeek from said. Dawson's Hello, Creek. Hello, I'm James Vanderbeek <laughs> from, from Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. <laughs> um, oh, seriously, a huge chorus. Dawson's Creek is back on Netflix, by the way. So if you are a man of the I'm 90s... Not. It, I know, I know. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, he's in finally no, admitted. He's finally admitted it. So you heard it here first. I'm a man of 1991. I'm a man of 1991. No, no, Ben. Oh, Jesus. Wow, what a verbal tripper. He admitted live that he's not a man of the 90s. So if you are a man of the 90s... Which I am not, and, 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 and you like Dawson's Creek... Which, which if you, you shouldn't. No, it is unlikely. However, my wife loves Dawson's Creek. What was that? What was it? Pacey. Pacey, yeah. Crazy. No, just, just Pacey. Yeah. Pacey. <laughs> Pacey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pacey is the title. I'm going to make your pizza. My name is <laughs> Pacey. Um, Racist. Yeah, sorry. it's back on Dawson's Creek. Uh, no, it's back on Netflix. <laughs> Hello, I'm James Vanderbeek, and I come from Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. I'm not a bear. I'm, I'm not, not a bear. bear. I'm not a beak. I'm not a creek. Is is probably what he'll my say. name is James Van Der Beek. Van Der Beek. <laughs> in fact, James Van Der Beek. <laughs> Van Der Beek. Despite what he just and said. I am internationally famous. He's actually is very he, funny. I mate, I could walk past him on the street and not recognise him. Well, I could walk past anyone on the street and not recognise him if I didn't look at them. Yeah, but I'm looking at him square in the eye, and I'm thinking, why is this guy bogging me out? Ah, uh, yeah, but I don't know what his eyes look like. <laughs> like, I, can't you look at his face? Yeah, and I still don't know. No, so thanks. You going? What are you going for? Some kind of eyeball recognition? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. Why don't you recognise? Do not recognise your eyes. On your clothes, your, <laughs> your boots, boots, and, and your, your motorcycle. Um, I'm looking at him, thinking, why don't you recognise me? I'm Ben Townsend from the University Speaking Podcast. Oh, don't get too big for your boots. No, sure. Well, I'm not wearing boots. I'm wearing these crazy indoor outdoor yeah, slippers. Don't get, too, don't get too big for those shoes. Live, live, live at 305 on Deep Kick. Yeah, that's lovely. That's nice. Isn't I mean, it? that's typical flea, isn't it? Bit of bit of tomfoolery, bit of joke, bit of lighthearted shenanigans. Yeah, tomfoolery, if you will. What do you think about the swans' inputs on those choruses? Where he's because that's flea on the choruses. Sounding amazing. Mm. But what do you think about the swans inputs to the last? <laughs> when he does the belly laughs. No. Oh no, when he does the, when they talk about belly laughs and he does a belly laugh. No, on the choruses. No, when... I just want us to talk about that. Okay. I like it. Okay. That's all I've got to say about it. <laughs> okay, fine. What do you think about the swan doing those ha <laughs> They're fine. Fine, good. Okay, so 
Love the lead in into chorus two. Come on, kids, do the no no, and that crosses into the chorus because Flea is then singing the chorus, mm. and so the Swan can hold that line a little bit longer. Yeah, Flea is deeply involved in it. Well, he's the superstar of the song. He's okay. Let's talk about the MVPs then. Who is the MVP? That's Latin for most valuable player, by the way. Yes. Who is the MVP on uh, Warped? We've already decided this. We have. Who, Chad. It, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, Chad. Who's the MVP on Aeroplane? Flea. Yeah. And who's the MVP on Deep Kick? Flea. It's Flea again. So it's one for Chad, two for Flea. Yeah, it's 2-1 it's at the moment. Can the Swan and Dave pull it back on my friend? Can Dave get play, play some slightly distorted octaves? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out yes. later on. We'll find out on the next episode of... Uh, no, but you've got to The Dave Navarro on. podcast. Oh, that would be niche, wouldn't it? Universally Navarro. I'll do Dave Navarro's bum podcast. Yeah. What's it called? Dave Navarro's bum podcast. <laughs> yeah. But bum Dave, cast. Dave, Dave Navarro's bum speaking. I don't think, we, I don't think you can have that reference because that's a, a John Frusciante song. Well, of course. And, uh, and bums can't speak. No, they can. Can they? Farts. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, so, uh, moving into that last part of Deep Kick, the outro, what a release. This is. Yes. I mean, if I said to you, I remember. I'd say, what a release. Ten years ago in Hollywood. Sounds like Fleet and Drunk singing, doesn't it? Yeah. It, is, that, is he serious? I, I'm not sure. It's, it's difficult to tell here. Is he. Fuck. I'm assuming it. he is. It, it's everything goes completely nuts here. Yeah. Everything opens up. You've got a massive wide acoustic. You've got some lovely Hendrixy style playing from Dave. Timestamps, some lovely fills here they come. Five twenty-two. Oh, some, some lovely fills. Yeah, lovely. What? Fills. Just a, a line of lovely-looking men called Phil. Yeah, some lovely fills. <laughs> <laughs> five twenty-two, five thirty-six, five fifty-five. Some brilliant Hendrixian guitar playing from Dave. Yes. So get your. Oh, that's Latin. That does sound Latin. I'll give you that. Um, what happens at six oh five? As it fades out, and it's great stuff, there's, like, talking in the background. Yeah, I cannot, yeah. for the life of me, make out what they're saying there. Uh, uh, at one point, he, yeah, I love that... This is not to do with that, but I love the bit where he says... Uh, I think he says, Slim comes, Slim goes. Really? During that, during uh, his... Oh, okay. Yeah, which is an, a reference to Slim. Obviously, because this song is all about... What they the past, together, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. There is another Slim reference early on in the song. Yeah, yeah, and there I'm is. not sure if that is Slim himself. No. Um, slim comes, Slim goes. Are you sure that's what they're saying? I think so. Right, I'm going to look at the lyrics. Yeah. Um, it's just live lyric looking. But yeah, I mean, I'm now 100% comfortable with Flea's delivery, but it is kind of odd. No, I can't find it. So you're either right or you're wrong. Okay. It is kind of odd, you're right. Um uh, this is the song but that it takes, fits it fits yeah it does fit but this is the song this is why this song takes you so long to get into yeah or it did for me it's a weird beginning yeah it's a hectic song with the weird like oh shits and the yeah. ha ha's and the ha ha ha's yeah and the ha ha ha's and then the weird the weird outro. the weird ending yeah. yeah it is but once you're into it you're locked into it well, well and actually this is a point I wanted to make about One Hot Minute in general um Blood Sugar Sex Magic was an album that I listened to from start to finish, over and over and over again. One Hot Minute, on the other hand, was an album where I tended to cherry-pick my favourite songs and listen to them over and over and yeah, over I again. Yeah, and that's probably because when you listen to it, there's some songs that are easy to get into and there's yeah. some songs that aren't. 
So you will listen to those easier songs. Yeah. And the other songs will suffer. Yeah, you, exactly. Exactly. Until you do 20 year processing. And, the, and that, that's exactly what happened. And this was one of the songs that I didn't listen to so much. I know, though. Um, Transcending was another one. Yeah, I listened to the first half. Oh, no, sorry, not Transcending. Um, one. Shall I Be Their Game? Yeah, because was that one. was throwaway when I first heard it, but we did get into it more when we first talked about yeah, it. Yeah, so I, it's... Now it, I am much more into Shall I Be Their Game. Yeah, but it was just an album where I, there were certain songs that I didn't give any airtime to and other songs, obviously, that I listened to it, it, religiously. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't realise... No, I did realise that actually this is an album that does benefit from... Sorry, Gas Attack. Yeah, it does, yeah. From, from listening through it, because they all... Gas Attack. Oh, are you OK? Do I need to perform CPR? No. Sorry. They, there's a lot of segues. Mm. I mean, all of these first songs that we're going to talk about, and even including um, My Friends Into Coffee Shop, yeah. there isn't a break no. in the album, in, in the track. There isn't a moment of silence between any of those songs. So that would, you could put it on, put your headphones on, and mm. just completely immerse yourself in in um, in, in. It the was album. A, very much a total, a, a, a totally immersive experience. It was. It was a TM. If you allowed it to be. Hang on, totally immersive. T- it's a tie. A TIE. A tie. A totally immersive experience. I get it. Good. Um, well, we better move on. It's time to move on, sweet baby boy. Shall we move on, sweet baby boy? Yes, we'll move on. <laughs> Stop calling me, Stop calling me sweet baby boy. Here we come, soaring, and I mean soaring. Soaring like an eagle on a... On a uh, on a zephyr. What are they called? No, a, a thermal. Yeah, a zephyr is also a wind, which is it's more relevant. It's a zephyr. It's yes, a rather zephyr thermal. Yeah, a, a zephyr. Mm. <laughs> soaring we come out of my friends soaring on a zephyr. Soaring like an eagle <laughs> on a zephyr. <laughs> what a song. Known to less educated people. As a thermal. As a thermal. Well, maybe, I don't know. Is a thermal a zephyr? Who knows? All I know is, is a zephyr a, a, zephyr is a wind. A thermal. Fly a away thermal on is, my zephyr. Yes, I feel you. Fly away on my I, thermal. Uh, yes. A thermal, is that a wind or is that just a, a, a measure of temperature? No, so no. So it's pushing. This, so isn't it the change in air pressure that means that they fly in thermals? Listen, buddy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We literally I'm not, no <laughs> shit. I'm not, about, an, I'm not an air expert. No, you're not an aerologist. No. <laughs> my friends, though. Here comes another crossover, another segue as we come out of um, Deep Kick. Just as Deep Kick's fading out, you hear um, my friend start. <laughs> yes. It's a lovely bass intro. Earlier on, I spoke about how you can feel Flea's fingers on the strings and you can feel the string against the fretboard. Yeah. But here on that first. Ba-dow, bow, oh my God, even to this day, 
And that's the beauty of, of recording musical instruments. You can still feel that, that movement of those well, fingers yeah, against that, the strings. That moment. That is, moment in time is, is captured. Time, yeah. it is, you're right. That's a, that's a lovely, a lovely thing to say. It's a, you're capturing a moment in time that could never be repeated exactly as it was then. No. And also, those fingers that did it will never be that young again. Remember, you you'll never be this young. You'll never be this young again, and you'll never be as experienced. I don't know. I was gonna. There was a saying I read online. You know, one of those inspirational sayings. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't what you just said. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay, now listen. A really bad thing's happened. I've left my skittles in the dining room where we've had to go to listen to the songs because of. Your terrible internet well, Don't worry about the Skittles, Ben. Uh, Sam, I am going to worry about the Skittles. I'm going to eat Skittles. So I'm going to ask you to provide some golden content while I go and get them. Wow. Here, here this is my biggest I'm moment ever. Ben room. is leaving the garage. I'm going out of the garage. Now, <laughs> of course, it was back in the early 80s. The Red Hot Chili Peppers formed as a band. A four-piece, if you will. They recorded music together and received critical acclaim uh, for various albums. Their breakthrough album, you could say, uh, was Mother's Milk, featuring the virtuoso young guitarist John Frusciante. It was Frusciante himself who then, after recording uh, the 1991 album Blood Sugar Sex Magic, left the band, uh, leading to the arrival of David Navarro on guitar for the album One Hot Minute. And it is here... That we find ourselves today. I like the way when you do golden content, you, you move into some kind of Bob Harris style low grumble. Well, my golden content, content has always been delivered in that, in that way Absolutely. and always will be. Thank you for covering me there. No problem. Two guitars, as you got that bass intro, two guitars then across the ears. Now, guess what they're doing? Hang on, Ben. I need to go and get a beer. So you Do are now you? going to have to provide Seriously? some golden content. Oh, no, I always provide the bloody golden content. What are you going to say? It was uh, in 1983, theoretically, that the Red Hot Chili Peppers formed. They're really good. And me and my brother Sam love talking about them. He's back, thank God. It's not easy on your own, is it? <laughs> well, not unless you're highly skilled. So... Uh, as we get into the start of my friends, you have two guitars, one on the left, one on the right. They're doing a classic thing we've talked about a lot, something similar but different. It's, the, art of, it's the ancient art of weaving. It's close. It's close. It's close to the ancient art of weaving. It's similar but different. They are weaving, in a way. Yeah, and that, that guitar drops in and then the swan comes in. Oh, the swan is great. I don't think the swan's ever sounded this good. He sounds fantastic. On the line, I f- on, you know, I feel a question of... Uh, yeah, ah, oh, the raw emotion in his voice. The, 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 on the word feel... He carries it. He, he, it's a, it's a drawn-out yeah. delivery. There's a graveliness to it. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I've got a couple of timestamps I want you to pay attention to here. Okay. One second. Oh, shit, what happened? I felt like it picked up on a little lip smack like this. Oh, okay, from yeah. the swan. Very low in the mix. Very low. Seven seconds, there's a noise as well. As Dave's playing that intro guitar, sounds like, you know those plastic cups that you used to get uh, like hot chocolate powder in at school that you'd fill up with hot water? 
Come on, do you? Yes. Yeah, good. That's it. It's a yes and environment that we need to foster here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah those plastic cups. Oh, I love those plastic oh, cups yeah, that you used to get hot chocolate powder in and fill it with water at school. We went to the same school. The same machine was there. I we never had in, a hot chocolate at school. You put like 15p in. Yeah, of course. And you'd press hot chocolate and a little brown plastic cup oh, would drop out. Oh, yes. I know the, the ones, the little in. brown plastic cups. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you really, or are you just doing yes? I do now, not, <laughs> not from school, but from other environments. Right, okay. One of them was at Nosewood, certainly when it I was in school. It wasn't, that's absolute nonsense. It's not, that's utter bollocks, Ben. In, in, the, in my first year, it was installed, and I think it was removed at the end of my third year. What year did you join? Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah, I joined, joined when you were in the fifth year. year. The fifth year? Yeah, you, I only had one year with you at school. Your best year? It was a top-class year, you ignored me the whole year. I didn't want to be associated with you. I was a young pup. You were a, you an know, old, a raging bull. I wasn't a raging bull. No, you were a slightly older pup. Yeah, I was a. I was a. I was. I was, I was, I was a, basically a, a newborn calf yeah. swimming around in my own gloop. Yeah, and I was a, a fifteen-year-old pup. Yeah, and you were a calf. Well, who'd, who'd, who'd done away, done away with, done away, done away with the gloop yeah. and moved on. Start. Does a calf swim in gloop? I suppose it, it does. does when it comes out. Yeah, 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 sure. No, that's when it stops swimming, swimming in gloop. Oh, Christ. It's basically swimming in gloop before somebody forces a hand up the... Anyway. Um, James the... Herriot. Yes, yeah. Great. Uh, shouldn't happen to a vet. It, he always used to do that kind of thing. What a book series. Wow. And, and what a TV series. Please do watch that. If you're from Australia, America, um, New Zealand, anywhere... That isn't this country. Yeah, there's a, a book series. I, I should have left you to name them all. <laughs> <laughs> all of the countries. Yeah, fine. Australia. Yeah, Azerbaijan. Yeah. Oh, he's throwing in a new one because now he knows where Baku Antigua. is. Antigua. Yeah. And Barbuda. Barbuda. Yeah, Antigua and Barbuda. I've never heard it's of one that. territory. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so seven seconds. There was a plastic cup noise. Sure. Which is, how did, I don't know how we got there. It sounds like someone's doing a, a little squishy kind of cup noise. Listen yeah. to it on a good quality pair of headphones. Quiz question, what kind of cup might it be? It might have been one of those plastic cups from a hot chocolate machine. No. Oh, styrofoam. No. Oh. Hang on. There better not be styrofoam, pal. Where's that from? Die Hard? No, it's from uh, the Green Tour REM Live. Oh, fair. <laughs> this is niche. Why did you say it in John McLean's voice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um... But where, what kind of as, cup? I was going to say, hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. But then what I, kind of, hang on. <laughs> let, me, let me ask the same question I'll with be different voice. And you tell me. Hang on, I need to practice. Uh, hello. <laughs> oh, he's got it. That better not be styrofoam, pal. Uh, what, what, what's that from? That's from Terminator. Yes. Actually, and Terminator 2, don't repeat that. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm talking about a cup... Which you are, repeatedly. On this You're still going on it. On this particular podcast. Oh, the Brothers Cup. <laughs> oh, my God. You got it. Finally. Jesus. That's Sorry, like when, I, just, I was just thinking of different... That's uh, like when you were talking to me about um, plain sailing. Yes. And I refused to get it. Do you remember that? It was. Oh no, that was <laughs> no, it wasn't plain sailing. That was when I said all aboard the. <laughs> or, yeah, we've got our bo- we've got our boarding passes. <laughs> anyway, my friends. Mm. Lovely, lovely, rich guitar at 13 seconds where it drops in. Oh, is that how far in we are? <laughs> 13 seconds. I'm sorry, everybody. We're only 13 seconds into the song. 
Lovely dropping the guitar. <laughs> Lovely rich acoustic sound. Because Flea does that. Oh no, Flea again. drops in just, just beautifully. Yeah, and then Navarro drops in. Yeah. yeah. And then, I think if you're going to put such a rich sound, how are you going to make the song not sound empty mm. when that sound drops out, which it does, the swan comes in and takes you away. And as yeah. you said, the swan sounds absolutely amazing. The swan sounds amazing and on, on a vocal front... You know, when it goes into um, the one, yeah. Yeah. that just is incredible stuff. Well, the swan goes falsetto. Yeah. And guess who's helping him through there with the backing singing? I reckon it's uh, Spider. No. Flea? Conceivably. Yeah. His friends. Oh, God, it's this again. Yeah. Uh, don't <laughs> pose them so seriously <laughs> like I've got... <laughs> I <laughs> like it's really it, it turns out it's, a, it's a sh- another <laughs> stupid joke. <laughs> let, me, okay, let me repost the question there. All right, repost. Okay. Guess who's helping him on those falsetto bits? His friend. No, it's Spider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lovely understated role from Chad when he first comes in. Get JJ out. Okay. Get JJ out your pocket. JJ. Chad's work on this song is fantastic. It's understated. It's exactly what's required and there are some lovely roles going on here what a tune says jj hang on does he say he says yeah in a new in a newcastle accent (laughs) (laughs) close enough perfect (laughs) yeah even though they're not similar this song gives me major scar tissue vibes uh ben's flicking his hand Jack's from South Shields. I was actually doing South Shields accent. Fine. Oh, that's fine. Sorry. The previous songs on the album sounded really open, loud, and brash. The drum production on My Friends is a lot warmer and smooth. And it is, isn't it? It's a major part of the song, but it's, it's not able... It simply can't be as, as brash and as in-your-face as, as the previous tracks. No, of course. But this is perfection from the, Chad the Myth Smith. Yeah, the snare the snare drum sounds real nice. Ooh, that's not nice. a lot of cymbal work on this one. It almost sounds like a tambourine is used instead of a cymbal during the first two choruses. I've got a fact bomb. Oh, it's a fact. There's Lenny Castro on that tambourine. Ah, nice, 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 nice. Almost, yeah, cymbal, yeah. A lot more ride cymbal during the last chorus, though. There's not a lot to say about this one. This is a lot more Chad Smith than some of the rest of the songs on the album. I must emphasize, you just did air quotes. I did air quotes. Um, I felt they were needed. Hmm, you did. And what a chorus as well, because it's such a full sound once you get into that. Yeah. You get the full, long, interesting structure, before I talk about the full, long chords. Well, that was a switch. Yeah. <laughs> I, must, I thought you were going to talk about <laughs> the full, long, full long chords. <laughs> it's an interesting structure, because the verses end on a C-based chord. Hmm. Call it C for ease of recognition. C-based. And the chorus starts on a C-based chord. Mm. Call it C for ease of recognition. Sure. So there isn't normally, you're looking for change or a change up or something different to happen as you go into the chorus. Yes. But in fact, you're just carrying across the same chord. And they are lovely full-length chord play, chords played by Navarro here. And again, you've got a couple of guitars left here, right here. Fills going on in one ear. So you get the, the long strums, and then over in your right here, You've got some really nice little fills. It's either playing a little bit of picking, individual strings. Mm. On the first chorus, there's a little lovely bit of rising work he does. Yeah, and it's all very much in the background. Yeah. like the, All of this is could go unnoticed, unless you're listening to it on a good quality pair of headphones. You're quite right. And in fact, when you do listen to it on a good quality pair of headphones... It's all, it almost bamboozles you. Well, I'm bamboozled, because sometimes I think there's a piano in there playing the... Lo- like. 
for the, uh, for what the, a, one what? of those little ones. Yeah, no, a big one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little flea yeah, on, a, but on big a big piano. piano this time. Yeah. yeah, but as, as you hit those chords, I well, this is five years later, of, of course. Yeah, so, so he's 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 grown. He's transitioned. Oh, no, he's onto, shrunk onto the big piano. Yeah. And the piano is huge. But actually, there is... But I do think it, the, thick, the thickness of the sound... Just, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to make that point. <laughs> Chocolate oranges are, are available from Rawlinson's. And sometimes I think there's just a piano playing individual low notes in there. No, 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 that's, that's fair enough. That's all I've got to um, say. But what I would say, you know, we, make, we laugh about Flea's transition from little piano to big piano. Mm. But I do think there's a level of maturity in, on this song that that is evident yeah. and is something to be mentioned because it's not that they weren't necessarily capable of writing a song like this previously. It's just that this sticks out firstly because it's the first sort of ballad on the album. Salad. A salad, if you will. Uh, and when I, you know, when you say firstly, it almost seems like you've got a, sec- a second point to make. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, like, talk- you're talking about the maturity of it. Yeah. Lyrically here, I'm sorry. I, I, when you said firstly, <laughs> I took the opportunity to put a skittle in my mouth. Yeah. Assume, assuming, assuming there was going to have a second point. Yeah. It was it. only once I said firstly <laughs> that I realised I didn't have a second day. The lyrics on this song I absolutely love. And especially on verse two, um, when oh. he's talking about um, being called from prison and someone being imprisoned for being sad. Yeah. Just as a, as a theoretical idea... Yeah, I love that. It, it's, it's that kind of abstract. Yeah, that's exact. Look, nice understated rod to verse two. Great abstract imagery I've written. Uh, but it's the it's it's the mind cops. Yeah, from Frusciante. It's yeah. the jazz police from from Cohen. From Cohen. It's just any other type of any other type of abstract place. idea. <laughs> <laughs> they all seem to involve the law. Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> any other kind of potential punishment <laughs> that feels abstract. Yeah, but being put into prison for being sad feels like a, it could be out of. Well, not only that, they want to give us seven years. Yeah, that's a long stretch. That's Imagine a long if you were even really if you only sad. have to serve half of that. Yeah, you know, and then you're released on good behaviour. But you still be sad. They said, "Don't be sad." Yeah. Well, you're you're up for parole or release on good behaviour, but we've noticed you're still sad. Get back in so seven years. That's another yeah. seven. See you in three and a half years for the parole. See you in three and a half. Shawshank Redemption. I've never said it like that before. <laughs> <laughs> the Shawshank Redemption, where yeah. Red keeps getting his parole hearings. Are you sad? Yes. No, I, no. No, he'll say, for the first few, he says, he'll say, yes, I am. No, he'll say, no, I'm not sad. And on the last hearing, he'll say, look, I've been here so long, I'll tell you I am sad. Yeah. And they'll release him. But if you let me out, mm, I'll be happy. I might not be. <laughs> I'll go and, It's I'll, almost as if the incarceration is, is adding to the sadness. How can you not be sad if you're locked up? Yeah. And, you know, we got into trouble once. Did we? Yes. Hang on. Uh, hang on. When? Um, when we talked about those phones. <laughs> and then I re-edited the episode to take all that stuff out about phones. I don't remember that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mouth something, you know. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, that was, yeah. That was, no, they're real, Rose. Yeah, I know, but we won't talk about them. So no. I had to literally take the episode down, re-edit it. And chop all of that stuff out. Well, no, it is true to say that sometimes... No, we... we're not going to say that, are we? No, 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 no. But it is true to say that sometimes we say stuff during the live chat that we do then realise is not necessarily suitable for worldwide broadcast. Yes, and that was one not of Not much. Things. No. And yeah. actually, I think we're a bit more circumspect now. And, yeah, uh, 
Look. I did, did I tell you that I once went to a prison museum that no. was manned by prisoners? Really? Yeah. Where was that? But, uh, was that when you were travelling? No, it was in Dartmoor. Right. Oh, classic. Yeah. 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 It was, it, it, I mean, it was a terrible museum. Okay, I'm going to name a prison if you tell me what TV show it's off. And you'll get one point because it's easy. Slade. Slade. <laughs> Slade Prison. Yeah. And it's quite relevant to this podcast. It sounds like Sloane. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Um, Slade. Basically, is name- it that one with the women in? No, that's, or in, uh, that's Prison Subbook Age or Orange is the New Black. Yeah, neither of those. Uh, just name a prison show that you know. Porridge. Sold. Yes, he's got it. Excellent. Got it. Woo! That's name a prison of- show that's also the name of a cereal. Yeah, well, it's not a cereal, it's a, no, it's a note. It's a note. <laughs> <laughs> Verse three here for me is where my friends really settles into its groove. Chad is in full. Mm. Everything is going... It really settles into this now. And then... Well, then, of course, they do that, then you get another chorus. Yes. Let's talk and about then, it. And then it's the guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. Because there's not a lot different happens. Um, it's, it's more lovely no, lyrical imagery from Swan. But there's some lovely, lovely drum work here from Chad. Lovely rolls in and out of different you know, areas of the yeah, song. It, who's the MVP here, then? Oh, now, that, that was a question that we were going to ask. I think it's the Swan, actually. It's the Swan's first MVP. I think... It's the Swan. Yeah, it's the Swan. We've agreed. Congratulations, Swan. Come on the show. Guess who? Yeah, <laughs> but seriously. Now please, that we've mentioned you, please do. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we joke about it. Yeah. But all jokes aside, please come on the show. Come on the show, for yeah. God's sake. Come on the show, you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one of the reasons why he won't come on the show. <laughs> come on the show, you mother. Yeah. Um, solo, guess who's back? Uh, hang on, Eminem. Yes. Shady's back. Shady's back. Back in town? Mm, unlikely. But right. maybe, well, possibly. But apparently he is uh, the he's, only Slim Shady. He's the real Slim Shady. He's the real Slim Shady, Slim Shady. yes. I'm Slim Shady, yes, yes I'm, I'm the, the real Shady. shady. All the, the other Slim, Slim Shadies are just imitating. So won't, won't the real Slim Shady please, please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. I'm Slim Shady, yes, yes I'm, I'm the real Shady. shady. All the you other Slim Shadies are just imitating, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. It's great, Octave great Boy, rap. actually. It's Octave Boy. It's Dave Navarro. <laughs> it's Dave Navarro's back. <laughs> I'm Dave it's Navarro, nice. yes, I'm the real Dave Navarro. <laughs> All the other Dave Navarro. <laughs> Here we go. We can do this. I'm, I'm Dave, Dave Navarro, Navarro, yes, I'm, I'm the Dave real Navarro. Navarro. All the other Dave Navarros are just imitating, so won't the real Dave Navarro please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. I'm Dave Navarro, yes, I'm the real Navarro. All the other Dave Navarros are just imitating, so won't the real Dave Navarro please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Couple of couple of mishaps there. You didn't well, I, you I won't say, say David, won't Navarro, say David Navarro, even though it fits. But would he please, for God's sake, stand up? Yeah. Oh me? No, David now? Navarro. Oh, David Navarro or Slim Shady? I'd rather Navarro. But he's back, Octave Boy. And it's the most noticeable of the first four songs. It's the most noticeable. It's very pushed in the mix because it's a guitar solo. Yeah. Even to my ear, though, it's slightly too heavily pushed in the mix. Oh, but here are those octaves again. Fourth song in a row that we've got some octaves. That octave pattern coming in. 
It's, it's got a nice laid-back feel to it, though. The yeah, solo. it's great. It's, I love the way he plays his octaves, because a lot of time he's just strumming and sliding them up. Yeah. It's, it sounds great. I can't really pick fault with this, sir. I can. Where? We'll get to it. Oh, okay. Well, I just did. This solo slightly pushed in the mix. No, I don't, I don't think that's... That, I'm not counting that as a fault. But it is. No, I'm not counting it. Okay, fair enough. I've written down fault one. How many of you written down? I haven't written down anything. Fair enough. Swan, absolutely stunning on the bridge. Imagine me, thought by tragedy. Oh, and again, this is, this is again, this is retrospective imagery. Taught by tragedy, releases peace. And that, you know, it's powerful stuff. It really is. Again, you feel like he's drawing on the past and putting it into this current songwriting. Yeah, and, and saying, you know, to be released from whatever you might be constrained by hmm. is peace. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic analysis. <laughs> well, that's what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. Wait. And then you get... <laughs> Imagine him. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm doing right now. And then imagine being constrained. But then then released by peace. peace. I've got it. It's absolute perfection. But then you get that wonderful, wonderful signature Chad Smith drum roll out out of the... Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, And then, then, just just when you think that releases peace and that drum roll can't get any better... The best verse. I heard a yeah, little. this is. We, we spent many an hour sat playing this song together, singing it together. Well, we did. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't think it was any good because it's really hard to sing. Yeah, but we did do it. That's and I always look forward to that last verse because it lifts again. There's nothing particularly that changes in the no in the stru- in the in the um, build of the song or the mix of the song. It's just a truly great it's extra layers one. Yeah, and it, it's just there's something extra in there. Well, it's a message to give your love no matter what. Yeah. Is such a beautiful sentiment. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever been restrained, mm. still give your love no matter what. Because release is peace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I always loved it. Oh, it's a massive, it's a wonderful, it's not a crescendo, but it's, it's just a wonderful well, build. I wish it, some, some part of me wishes it was a crescendo because my, my real... Um, criticism and song is I don't like as you come out of the third uh, the last verse the fourth verse sorry I'm burping a bit all that double time drums and the it's too heavy handed I feel I don't know what you might do to change it to, to uh, improve upon that no. but my but I've always felt that it just goes a little bit sludgy it doesn't for me fit the rest of the song IMHO and Maybe you just cut to the outro acoustic guitar at the end. I, I I've got no... I've, to be honest, I've got no issues with it. I think it builds... This part that we're talking about, I Heard a Little Girl, is is a lovely part of the building process. And that outro is, is just the, the end of it. I, I've got no issues with it. I also find the line... It's a weak outline for that verse, which is my favourite verse of the song and one of my favourite swan moments of all time. But the... Is what she said. Last line is... Is what, to give is your love legal. no matter what is what she said. That's what she said. Yeah, but he's already said that. I heard a little girl, and what she said was something beautiful to give your love no matter what. Is I don't what then said. need to be told that she's saying. I, I know she said it. 
Uh, no, no, I'm fine, fine, but I won't be. I won't let that sway me and let me let that cloud my judgment in mm-hmm. the future. Okay. Anyway, good stuff. And then um, it starts, and you picked up on that last listen. As Dave's playing those outro, yes. the outro, you start picking up into coffee shop with the, with that bass playing. Oh, never odd, heard that before. Never heard well, it. I'll wager you have. I haven't. You have. <laughs> oh, no. There's no way you could listen to this album and not hear it. Well, maybe I... Yeah, but no, no, no. But maybe I thought that was the start of Coffee Shop rather mm. than the end of My Friends. Yeah, but it's both. Well, yeah, fine. But it's clever because it is... It, it's, it's nice. It's another Sieg. Is it, uh, mate, this is... Another lovely Sieg. Sieg heavy. So that's cool. My Friends is... My is Friends great. is... I don't think anyone would deny that My Friends is definitely a high point on this album. And a high point in the career of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Apart from the end. I've got no problem with the end. Absolutely not. Apart from the last line. But apart from that, it's great. Oh, man, I can't believe you've been putting such a downer on the great song. It's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful song that's got some of the best lyrical imagery, mainly police and prison based, I've ever heard. You hate it. Into the socials then. If you want to be part of this madness, please leave a subscription. No, don't do that. Oh, yeah, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. to the feed on your podcatcher <laughs> of choice. Um, leave, a, leave a review. Comment, even. We've had some lovely, lovely comments. And oh, yeah. I mean, any interaction is always welcome. Yes, indeed. If you want to um, get to the root of the problem, it's bentownsandmusic.net where we host this stuff and um, there's other stuff about me in fact there's some of my cartoons on there and some of my music on there. musical endeavors yeah so a couple of cartoons small world and the chicken and the egg mm, great cartoons check them out ben townsendmusicalhotmail.com if you want to email in we always love to get an email we are slightly old school in that way uh sam on twitter you are at stack townsend i am at universally rhcp and on Insta, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. Now, I, I will wager that everyone... That, we're not going to pick up any new followers by doing this, are we? Because I don't know. It's difficult to tell. Anyway, who knows? Let's always do You've it. You've got though. to do it, though, You've because if you don't, you definitely won't. No, no, if you don't say it, you won't do it. So, we're debating what to finish on. I'm saying Decadence Dance by Extreme. Shall Fine. we do it? Okay, one, two, two three, three, four. Trying so hard, I keep up with the Joneses. Ding, 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 ding. Running around, racing one by your noses. Always put one foot in front of the other. Dance to the beat of the decadent drama. Climbing to the top, never gonna stop. It's the same old song. And one, two, three, let's decadence.